Blog Talk Radio. It's the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and love deeply. And now, here's our host, Speedway. Well, hello, hello, hello there, and welcome to the Speedway Show. Today is a little bit different because we are actually going to have callers today for a change. And uh, I thought I'd try something different, especially since this topic was particularly conducive to a longer and broader conversation. So our title today is When Donald Sterling's Cheese Moved. And that is what we're going to talk about. And I'm going to have a couple of people that I'm going to call and we're going to have this conversation and see what they think about Donald Sterling and his moving cheese. Now, what you may know is you may know who he is or you may not. So um, I will give you a little bit of a background. So the last time we got together and had a show, this was last week. And the topic of last week's show was, Who Moved My Cheese? And uh, it was all about change and managing change, especially when you did not intentionally bring on the change yourself. It was a book written by, it was based on a book written by Dr. Spencer Johnson, and that book examines how people deal with change. Today, I wanted to take a look at a man whose cheese has moved in a very dramatic and public and certainly unexpected way. And by the way, if you're wondering what's up with the cheese, cheese basically refers to anything that you value or maybe even idolize. Now, I confess I never paid much attention to Donald Sterling until this whole fiasco broke out. For those of you outside the U.S., Donald Sterling is the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, a professional basketball team that is part of the NBA circuit here in the United States, making it one of the best basketball teams in the country. Now, maybe life for Donald Sterling was great until he had a conversation with his girlfriend, and according to him, he actually did not know that she was taping this conversation, although she says that he knew because she taped everything they talked about. But anyway... He told her that she needed to stop hanging out with black people because she posted some pictures on her Instagram account where she was hanging out with, among other people, Magic Johnson, and evidently Donald Sterling really didn't like that. And so this is where the problem started. Now, personally, I think what probably happened was because she was part black and part Latina, she took great offense. And, um, you know, sometimes we have those friends that we know if I, give, if I tell my friend something, my friend is going to tell the whole world, and everybody's going to know, and <laughs> my personal guess is maybe that's what she did. She told her loudmouth friend, because then it ended up on the news, and um, all sorts of uh, difficulties broke loose for Donald. So let's see. Among other things, just to give you an idea. So he is married to a woman by the name of Shelley Sterling, and uh, they got married back in 1955. And he bought the LA Clippers in 1981 for about 12.5 million. And um, there have been allegations over time that he has actually been um, 
morality sort of is a history of racism and sexism and other problems that he has had. And he has been sued in the past for all sorts of interesting things, um, including a lawsuit where he was sued for uh, evicting rent control tenants. And the allegation was that maybe he was engaged or he and his wife were engaged in discriminatory practices in the way they handled their tenants. Um, he settled a lawsuit back in 2003 where he paid about $5 million uh, over tenants who filed a federal lawsuit claiming numerous discriminatory statements and housing practices. Uh, and then he got sued in 2006 by the Department of Justice for housing discrimination um, after he spoke out against renting to Latino and African American tenants. So there are some who would say, um, and in fact, when this last scandal broke out, there were some former members of the Clippers who said, oh, this isn't new. Um, this is the sort of vintage Donald Sterling. We're not surprised. This is just the kind of guy he is. So having said all of that, you know, all kinds of terrible things have happened to him since. Um, there were rumors that he was diagnosed with dementia. I think his wife said that. Um, his wife sued the girlfriend for the return of, I think it's over like $500,000 worth of uh, vehicles, including a red Ferrari and a $1.8 million Spanish-style L.A. duplex um, that he supposedly gave the alleged girlfriend, uh, and her name is V. Stiviano. And she says that she did not actually sleep with Donald Sterling, and she was not the girlfriend. She was just, um, she was just his assistant. And so um, there have been all sorts of issues and problems with the two of them. But we are going to take to the phone lines, and we're going to see if we can find some of my friends uh, who have perhaps some things to say. So this is a live show today, and um, one of these days I might edit this out for the regular show, but we're going to actually make some phone calls, and uh, we're going to see if we can get this to work. So first, I'm going to call my friend Jamie. And Jamie is in North Carolina, and Jamie has agreed to give us her opinion on what she thinks. So here we go. Let's see if we can track down Jamie. Now see, Jamie said to me, should I call in now? And I'm thinking, no, actually, I'm going to call you. But it would be good if she picked up the phone. Well, we did not find Jamie. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to go on to our next. All right, so couldn't find Jamie. We're going to go on to our next potential guest. And that is going to be, uh, let's see if we can find, and I'm actually sitting here. Do you have something you want to say? Um, I could. Okay, here. 
Um, hi. So I'm not sure exactly what. My name is Monique, and Seaway uh, and I are friends from years ago. And uh, I find this entire situation to be um, slightly laughable and yet very sad uh, in the grand scheme of things. Um, the 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 uh, the the assertion that the Stiviano um, was not necessarily Sterling's girlfriend. Is that what we're what we're saying here? Yes, she says she wasn't his girlfriend, even though the wife and the husband both say that he was sleeping with her. Yeah, I mean, I think that the woman was clearly sleeping with him, and I actually um, had the opportunity to listen to the tape that sort of sparked a lot of this most recent um, talk about Mr. Sterling and uh, the. Uh, the things that were said, the tones that were used, sort of the references that were made, to me spoke volumes as to their relationship, um, albeit mind-boggling why a woman such as uh, herself, being both black and Latina, would allow um, this man to speak so negatively about members of her race. Um, she certainly threw up a few uh, threw up a few objections to what he was saying, but I found the entire thing to be just ridiculous. I don't know if any of you had had a chance to, to actually listen to the tape, but it was uh, it was really unfortunate. <laughs> well, yes. Thank you, Monique, for that opinion. Actually, I've heard that from a couple of other people who thought exactly the same thing. And it was actually kind of a funny thing because I don't believe that I saw the Dr. Phil show and in my opinion, the way he asked her the questions, I think it was clear he didn't believe her either. And so um, it was really kind of a funny thing because he asked and it was quite clear that he was quite uh, skeptical. I think I have Jamie on the line. Jamie, is that you? This is Jamie. Hi, Jamie. How are you doing Hi. today? Very good. Excellent. Well, it's nice to have you. And Jamie, what part of the country are you calling us from? I am from Durham, North Carolina. Great. So what do you think about this whole fiasco here? I believe that he should be, I think that he should turn in all his responsibilities and his clout and everything that goes with his fame. And the reason why is because I believe that, you know, we're, we're going into a new era, at least we're trying to. And the new era is people are held accountable for their actions. That's what President Obama said. And so I think that if he is going to have the behavior of racism and certain people in the world are not as equal as he is and his race, then um, we should no longer be paying for him to be at the level he's at because he wouldn't be at the level he's at if it wasn't for the people that he talks down about. That's my viewpoint. Well, this is true. And so did you think that the Clippers, you remember when this first happened, the Clippers, all of them, um, wore their jerseys inside out for the first game after the whole thing broke out in protest. So I'm going to take mm -hmm. it that you thought actually that that was the right thing for them to do. 
That was right. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's not so much because he sued now. He has sued the uh, NBA for trying mm-hmm. to force him to sell the team. And um, uh-huh. he's claiming that actually the lawsuit by, well, in his lawsuit, basically he is saying that he feels that the NBA's actions were unconstitutional and they breached his contract and all sorts of malicious and oppressive things that he's claiming that they're doing. And actually, I, I'm going to guess then that you think they should force him to sell the team. I do believe they should. And I, and I think they should because, you know, if you are going to be blessed with um, that amount of weight to carry, being an NBA team owner, playing on the NBA, I mean, if you're at a level where you are being blessed financially and, um, you know, people look up to you. They look up to you when they decide whether or not they want to be an owner. And so they're not only looking up to your title, but they're also looking up to your behavior and how you treat other people, how you treat your team, how you take care of yourself. And so we have to send the message that if you are at that level, you, there's an expectation that you behave a certain way. And so you don't get to stay at that level if you don't behave accordingly. And he hasn't behaved accordingly, so he must be dropped down. That is an excellent point. Thank you very much, Jamie. I'm going to um, go on to our next caller. You can stay on the line and listen, and uh, we're going to see if we can uh, chat with some other folks here. Hang on just a sec. Okay, so we are going to give a call to my friend. Uh, I think I might be able to track down Ben. I don't know if I can track down Ben or not, but we're going to give him a call and see if he might be available to chat with us. And um, so here we are. In the meantime, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here, so Monique and I are actually together, which is kind of a fun thing, and I usually don't get to sit down with people while I'm doing the show. So it's a, it's a, it's a rare, rare treat. So while I'm, wait, is that Ben? No, I think Ben might be unavailable today. So I was about to ask Monique as I'm trying to track down Ben. Um, Monique, what did you think of what we just heard from Jamie? I think Jamie made excellent points. And uh, as on a personal level, I agree um, wholeheartedly with what she was saying about people looking up to Donald Sterling, not only in terms of position, but also in terms of his behavior um, from more of a legal standpoint and I guess a constitutional standpoint. I, I will say that when I first heard the tape, um, and my understanding was that Donald Sterling did not, he was not aware that he was being taped uh, mm-hmm. and that he was in the privacy of his own home. Um, I did start to feel a little bit um, nervous about what the NBA's response was going to be simply because this man was speaking his mind, certainly, you know, is entitled to his opinion, um, definitely should be restricted in terms of his behaviors and actions towards his employees. Um, However, if this is truly how the man feels and if he was talking 
um, about his feelings and the privacy of his own home um, being taped unbeknownst to him, I do think that we sort of uh, approach a slippery slope by sort of sanctioning people for their thoughts and voicing their opinions in their own home. So, um, you know, it's a tricky, it's a tricky situation. Now, you know, you couple this with the fact that there have been actual allegations, suits, settlements um, pertaining to Mr. Sterling's actual actionable items that he has um, sort of involved himself in throughout the years. But in terms of spewing negative uh, viewpoints about a particular race, um, I think that gets a little bit a little bit tricky. And I think that if we if we're really honest um, and really sort of take more of an inward view um, of maybe some of the conversations that might go on in our own homes um, that are unbeknownst to individuals, I think uh, people might be a little bit um, more cautious with. Uh, with sanctioning, but um, I do think that something actually definitely should been should have been done, and I and I and I applaud the players for sort of making continuing to play the game, sort of continuing to collect their paychecks, but also um, you know making a statement as to how they feel as uh, employees of the brand, and and sort of taking it from there. Well, that was a really good point about the privacy of our own homes. Um, I am. Uh, we're going to see if we can find uh, Renee. And Hi, how are you? This is Renee. Hi, Renee. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? Renee. Oh, fantastic. So, what part of the country are you calling from, or am I calling you? From I. I'm in Iowa. Okay. Moin, Iowa. So, Renee, uh, the question that I have for you is. And I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, you've got this guy who is married, and he is um, being photographed very openly and very publicly with the woman that he says that, in fact, he and his wife say he's sleeping with. Um, and, and I was a little surprised at how we did not seem as, as, as a society to be overly shocked by the fact that he is parading around with the mistress and he's still married. So what do you think about him um, parading around so publicly with V. Stiviano in such a public way while he, uh, at least for the time being, is still married? Well, one, I think it's wrong. For some reason, adultery seems to be my biggest sin, even though all sins are equal. And... I just think that the that we've just gotten complacent with adultery, and that we see all of our um, we see professionals doing it, we see um, our um, officials doing it, and it's just become more normal. And so I think that people don't feel as accountable and responsible for um, being out there and doing that because there's not any repercussions for it. Do you suppose that there is you know, when you think about people in public office, we have many, many, many examples of um, people who have been in, in positions of public trust, right, from President Clinton on down. Um, do you suppose that that has an influence on how we perceive adultery? 
I think it's a perfect example. I mean, for we know even before the Internet was out there that there's always stories from in the past where there were presidents and other, um, other people that were having affairs, and we just kind of looked beyond that. And then with, um, with Clinton being a perfect example is that that was an affair that happened, and at the time people talked a lot about it, but then they just let it go and moved on. And um, when you look back and you say who's um, some of the best presidents, Bill Clinton's one of the ones that are brought up to the top, um, that said, you know, he was a great president. And it seems to be that everybody forgot about <clears throat> the affair that he had. <clears throat> and they just say that, well, that, that's not, they disassociated that with his office and said that's not related. And so we've gotten very complacent, I believe, with that. And that's just an example, and it continues to, to go on from there. And Edwards was another one that, that happened when he was in office and, I mean, when he was running for president and um, it was a big deal at the time and again we just kind of let that go and and push on through that so I just think people have gotten very um, used to that for some reason and very accepting and we seem to try to disassociate their um, that um, adultery or those type of actions and disassociate them with their um, professional lives mm-hmm. so and I have that. a caller um, who is uh, who just called in? This is uh, hopefully you recognize your number. You're at one 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 one. Do you have an opinion you'd like to share? I'll take that to be a no. Uh, you can <laughs> listen in, and you can <laughs> you can you can listen as long as you like. Um, but anybody else, if you'd like to call in, 760-683-2616. Let us know what you think. And uh, while we're at it, let us see. I've got uh, another potential guest who has something that um, she would have liked to share with us, and that is Terrence. And while I am uh, here, I'm going to see if we can track down Terrence. And uh, Terrence had an opinion that I thought was actually kind of interesting um, with respect to the repercussions that he thought were appropriate for this particular situation. So let us see if we can find Terrence. Hello, Terrence speaking. Hey, Terrence. This is Seaway. How are you? I'm all right, Speedway. So you're in New York now, huh? Well, I'm in Chicago today. Um, oh, I'm yeah. Got in. Right. Oh, and okay. What part of the country are you? Pardon? I said, what part of the country are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Minneapolis. So, I have a question for you. What do you think yeah. about this? whole Sterling fiasco. <laughs> fiasco is a good word for it. Um, I think what Sterling did was reprehensible, but I think what people are trying to do to him is even more reprehensible. So so the guy's a jerk and a racist possibly, but from what I've been reading, nothing he said was outside his First Amendment rights, and it was in a private context also. So unless they can point to another law he's broken, they shouldn't be trying to take his team away from him, just, just mark him as an idiot and have nothing to do with him. So you think he ought to be able to keep the team? 
I think unless he did something that is more like a high crime and misdemeanor, he should not be removed from ownership. <laughs> okay. So I have to ask. Grand ask. I, I have to ask Jamie because Jamie had a slightly different view on uh, what we should do about Mr. Sterling. Jamie, what do you think about that? Um, I'm having, I'm trying to process it, and I don't know if I've been heard my position before he came on, but my position was I really looked at it from an ethical perspective and not um, not anything else. I really, I think there's something to be said about saying something privately, and even though, you know, we're, we're, it's okay for us to have our own opinion, but I think there's something to be said about someone who says something in private and how true that, that really is. And um, you just can't, I think there's a, there, there's a point where we have to set or say that these people that are high up have to be made an example for the way those of us that are lower should behave. And so I really think that the, the right place to, to hit him at the knees would be to take his money. And mm-hmm. this would be, taking the team would be taking his money. And that's going to hurt him because um, nothing else I don't think would, would, would show him that it's not okay to think that way anymore, and it's not okay to say it. Mm-hmm. Well, Terrence, what That's do you think of that? About it. What do you think about I, the moral responsibility? I think if she's going to apply that to Mr. Sterling, I can think of several high public officials on both of both parties that should get the same treatment, and until they get it, leave Mr. Sterling alone. Like, mm. who, who are you thinking about? Oh, you don't want me to go there. <laughs> Let's just say there are high officials in both parties. <laughs> so you're saying we're all sinners. They could be taken down. We shouldn't be, um, what's the word? I'm, think, I'm uh-huh. thinking you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have one set of rules for private individuals and another set of rules for political leaders. If I can accept what, Kelly, is that her name? Jamie. I can accept Jamie. Sorry, I can accept what Jamie said with the caveat that it be applied equally across the board. Mhm. Fair enough. Um, I think we might have been on the line together. Are you there? Yes, I am, Stewart. Hi, Ben. So, what is your opinion? And uh, oh, I'm going to ask you a different question. Do you believe that? Viviano actually did not sleep with Donald Sterling because I think you saw a couple of her interviews. So tell us about that and tell us what you thought. So, well, first of all, I, I heard part of Kelly's uh, comment and uh, Jimmy's rebuttal. I uh, tend to agree with both of them, but I think the issue of Don Sterling really should be larger than Don Sterling. This is a societal issue. Uh, I think what Don Sterling has spread is simply what a large number of those in position of power. Uh, the opinion they have. Hey, ben, are you using a are you using a headset by chance? We're having your 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 sounding kind of distance. 
telling you, no, I'm not. Um, yes, I'm uh, um, driving. And if I'm in an area with poor reception. Uh, oh. Does that uh, sound any better? I just put off the highway. It sounds, well, just speak up and articulate so we can make sure we catch what you're saying. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what I can do better here, but what I'm saying is that I agree with the part of uh, what Terry said and likewise what uh, Jamie said. I think uh, Don Sterling's opinion is really not confined to Don Sterling alone. Um now, those views are held by a large number of people in position of power. Um, so the conversation really should be about what the discriminatory that people have generally uh, just outside of the NBA. It happens in sports. It happens in offices across this land. Mm-hmm. So by Simply removing Mr. Sterling from his ownership of the NBA team is not going to solve the problem as reprehensible as his comments were and his opinion uh, is about race and race relations. But I think it should really galvanize people to act and um, have a larger discussion in the larger community about race relations in the, in the country. I think that's a very good point, Ben. Thank you for that. And so quickly, though, do you think that, did you believe V. Stiviano when she said she didn't sleep with him? Can you repeat the question? I said, did you th- did you believe V. Stiviano when she said she did not sleep with Donald Sterling? Uh, well, personally, I, I didn't. I saw part of the program on two or three uh, television programs. I personally did not believe her story. Um, if she received <laughs> those, um, you know, the gifts. I should describe them that runs into the millions of dollars and claims that there was nothing to it. I, I just simply I don't buy that story. Uh, I, it's also difficult to understand why he would claim that they were uh, intimate. His wife claims they were intimate, and yet she is denying and uh, altogether. This, this, both of them cannot be right. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, one one side that is uh, off completely. I agree. That's my that's, that's my personal view. So. Well, thank you very much, and thank you to all of my um, participants today. We are at the end of our time, so I am going to thank you, thank you, Terrence, thank you, Ben, Renee, Jamie, and uh, Monique for sounding off today. And this is Siwe saying. Uh, Thank you all for everybody who listened. Until next week, this is the U.S. saying go in peace and hold on to that moving cheese. Thank you for joining us on the Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash thespeedwayshow. 
and follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle The Speedway Show. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply.